Welcome to the Focused 15 podcast. I know that life is busy, filled with demands and distractions that make it difficult to keep first things first. So together, we'll dive deep into the Bible, find truths to apply to our moments, and learn to thrive in our everyday. All it will take is 15 minutes. Welcome back to the Focus 15 podcast. Today we're going to be talking about everyday prayer. What does prayer look like in our moment-to-moment everyday lives? I know definitely growing up I felt prayer should be, you know, a holier-than-thou type of thing. Um, And I felt very much like I could not pray, you know, the way that I felt like I was supposed to. I felt unable to. And a lot of misconceptions there. But today we're going to be talking about those misconceptions. We're going to talk about different resources that can help you in your prayer life. And um, how really our view of God affects our prayer and how our view of ourselves affects our prayers. So I hope you'll listen in. This is another recording from Blab, which is an online venue that we can have video chats. And so it's a recording of that video chat. We did have a little bit of um, just a few hiccups with the audio there. So hang in there with us. But I know you will enjoy this chat with Heather McFadden, Laura Williams, and Francie Winslow about everyday prayer. Well, welcome to the Everyday Prayer Chat. We are so glad that you guys are here, and I'm excited to <laughs> chat with um, for my um, dear friends Heather, Laura, and Francie. And um, so, anyway, just let's we'll go clockwise. So um, I I will start. I'm Katie Orr, and um, you can find me at katieor.me and other places, Twitter, Instagram, etc. At katieor22, and I love to teach women the word and help them understand um, the truths of the Bible in their every day. And so that's kind of what I try to be all about in the online space. And um, as I try to figure that out for myself too. So anyway, that's what you can find from me at katieor.me. And then Heather, if you'll go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry. My name is Heather McFadden, like it says, and I am over at God Center Mom. I was writing there for a while and then was led into podcasting and it's super duper fun and you get fun things like this and uh, and then as far as the prayer stuff um god has been really just opening my eyes the last um year he's brought mentors into my life and i've been part of a prayer group and um a couple of different books and people uh it's just changed and i've been in the church my whole life grew up in the church so mm-hmm. can't wait to talk about prayer awesome all right francie would you like to introduce yourself? Hopefully we can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you guys. It's kind of Good. going in and out, but I'll do my best. Yeah, I'm finally on. Um, my name is Francie, and you can find me at FrancieWinslow.com. And um, I actually talk a lot about marriage and the power of uh, married sex and God's mm-hmm. redeeming power in that realm of our lives. And um, at the core of me, though, is intimacy with God and how that impacts every area of our lives. So prayer is key to that. And I'm just really excited to talk to you guys today about how we can um, grow in our encounters with God. In the- awesome. <laughs> Good. Thanks. 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 All right. Can you hear anything that I just said? Yes, we did. <laughs> Everything mm-hmm. but the last couple the last uh, words. couple words, I think. Okay. So I just said I want to learn and grow with you in everyday prayer. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Laura, tell us a little bit about you and where we can find you. 
Well, I'm Laura Williams, and you can find me at laurawilliams.org. Um, and I guess when I think about just the beat of my heart, it's that we would live the life that God intends for us in, in Christ in our everyday. Like it, like theology is meant to affect our everyday life. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's just the kind of the beat of my heart. So mm-hmm. as I, as you said, Katie, try to live it out in the messiness of being a mom and a wife and everything else and having dogs with lots of hair and just stuff like that. <laughs> so how does that all like As opposed awesome. to hairless dogs. Those are the ones. <laughs> Those would be great. Oh, well, they're ugly. <laughs> That's what they a naked dog, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I chose you all. I asked you all to um, kind of jump into this conversation with me about prayer because it seems from, from where I stand that prayer seems to be very much a natural and essential part of each of your everydays. I've seen that as I've walked alongside of you through uh, ministry and hard stuff going on in your lives that, I mean, there's just a core of prayer. I mean, from dealing with energetic boys to major, major marital things going on, like prayer is essential. And so I um, am thankful that you all are here. And so I would love to know, has it always been a natural thing for you? Everyday prayer, has it always been a natural thing for you? Laura shaking her head. No, no, definitely not. Um, I'm sorry. It cut out on me for a little while. Mm -hmm. So I think I know what you said. Um, no, has it been natural? Not at all. I mean, I, I did grow up in the church and I was a preacher kid and I was in church all the time, but then I walked for years away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when he drew me back, that's when it became just (laughs) what is prayer and what does it mean to walk intimate and what does that look like? So it's been a, a, progression and especially I like what Heather said because especially in even the last few months um, or year God's been really pricking me in this area so um, yeah it's been a, a progress mm-hmm. yeah what about you Heather um, yeah I grew up like Lara in a church and we prayed before meals and you know always mm-hmm. prayed you know, was part of just our days or it's even I went to a Christian school and I was homeschooled. And I think that what's changed in the last, you know, five years, even with kids is that, especially with kids, I'm being stretched beyond Mm -hmm. my limits and my Mm -hmm. physical ability. And so I am seeking a higher source. And so Mm -hmm. everyday prayer to me means, okay, I'm hitting my limit. Like I can't Mm -hmm. do this in my own strength. I've gotten to the end of myself and my life's been pretty easy. And so getting to the end of myself required having four boys. And that, <laughs> like, it's literally trying to buckle a kid in a car seat can send me to mm-hmm. over the edge. And I'm like, <laughs> simple prayers, like, Lord, help me. Or I'm walking around the back of my Suburban, like, give me peace. So that when I get into mm-hmm. the driver's seat, yeah. I can be leaning on him versus my words and yelling and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. What would you add to that? Or, well, not what would you add to that? What is your story, Francie? Kind of has, has everyday prayer kind of been a natural overflow always, or has it been more of a journey for you? It's obviously, it's been a journey. You know, we're all on a journey, but I would Mm -hmm. say my journey has been one of the more I know God, the more I realize he's so good and he draws me deeper. And it's like this dance between me just remembering he's really good and I can really come to him with my whole heart without feeling the need to self-preserve or perform. And so that's Mm -hmm. probably been my battle is giving up the performance game for Mm -hmm. God and trusting Mm -hmm. I can just come to him as I am. 
So I've walked with him for a long time, but that's probably been the place of most growth in my heart and my prayer life with him has been realizing I don't have to perform. Yeah, that's good. And that kind of goes into our next question of what encourages you all toward everyday prayer. So I know I can know a lot of those things in my head. I think at some point I didn't know all those things in my head. And that's what kept me from everyday prayer was that I didn't think God was good. And I didn't think that he wanted to hear from me. I didn't understand my position in Christ and how prayer, how that affects prayer or should affect my prayer. So, but then sometimes, so that's definitely a barrier that had had kept me from everyday prayer. But then once we get that in our head, we still don't naturally, at least I don't always naturally go to prayer first in that frustration of trying to get a kid in a, you know, I'm out of car seats now and diapers and all that fun stuff, but you know, there's still things that happen. So what keeps, uh, maybe not what keeps us from that, but what encourages you toward everyday prayer, every moment prayer really is what we're talking about. I think for me, it was also not just a study of prayer, but a study of the Holy spirit, this book forgotten Mm -hmm. God by Francis Chan, like recognizing that God um, isn't this distant, far off person. Mm-hmm. And I know our identity in Christ is part of that, like understanding how God sees us. He doesn't see any mm-hmm. mistakes we've made. He sees us as perfect. Christ is our righteousness. But also it's not like we have to, I think there was a while I was trying to earn it. Like Francie was talking about by mm-hmm. earning God's approval and doing and doing and doing. And if I prayed more and if I did scripture more, then God would love me more. And yeah. it's like, no, he's right here. He's right yeah. here. He loves me. Like he's pursuing me and I have to turn towards him and recognize right. that the Holy Spirit is him in me. When Christ says he's in your heart, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. That's right. Jesus is identifying himself as God, the Trinity and God with us is the spirit. And so yeah. the spirit is power. And so when I recognize that there's something other than my circumstances, other than a physical thing that can help me get through the physical thing, mm-hmm. I am more willing to pray because prayer can some, it's so like abstract and we don't see it that mm-hmm. we sometimes don't see it as a worthy choice or tool. But yeah, once we recognize how much of us is spiritual, I think, I don't know. I think that that's what turned me on to prayer. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. What about you, Francie? What would you add to that? What encourages you toward everyday prayer? Yeah, I would say that it's along the same line is that there's just more. And I've realized there's more than what I have. And it doesn't come from me trying harder, kind of like what I said. It's not Mm -hmm. about me. It's actually about the Lord and what he wants to even reveal to me. Um, Mm -hmm. Somebody somebody said in in actually the comments that it's it's not about only um, us praying to God, but it's it's a dialogue, not a monologue. And I think Mm -hmm. the more I walk with him, the more I realize even what I have to say is not that important. I am dying to hear what he has to say to me that God Mm -hmm. actually speaks to us, that he talks about, you know, he who has ears, let him hear and the sheep Mm -hmm. know his voice. And even the fact that in John 15, he says, I no longer call you servants, but friends. And the fact that God wants to relate with me, that it's not just me lobbing up prayers to heaven but it's about me relating to him in an everyday sense, like he's a friend. And I think I just realized there's so much more that God um, has for me. And a lot of it has to do with me just getting on the same wavelength and the same channel 
for everyday living with my kids, with my marriage, what he thinks about even what I make for my family for dinner. I say, God, you know, give me ideas. I want to do every detail of life with you. It's not only this formal prayer. And so I think that drives me to everyday prayer is it's not a formal sit down event. It's an everyday dialogue with the father, God, who loves me and who's close Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I think even moving, not before that, but, you know, even just basically, and you, you hit on it just that it is a, it's a, it's a conversation and it's a, it's a relationship just like any other yeah. relationship. And so we wouldn't walk around with our kids in our house and never talk to them. We would right. not, not talk to our husbands or our friends or our, our parents. Like it's just a natural part of any other relationship. Now right. it's different because we can see and feel him, but Um, that encourages me a lot towards everyday prayer that God care. And this is exactly what you're saying that he cares what's on my heart. He cares when I'm frustrated and that, um, it doesn't have to be always, you know, petitions, uh, asking God for something, but it's just even letting him in on what's going on in my heart and not out of a prayer of complaining, but even just saying, God, I don't like this and I don't know what to do. And and when you help me, that's still a prayer. And for so long I had, I had what prayer was in a box. Prayer is dear God, Thank you for today. Yeah. Help me with this. Thank you for my food. Amen. You know, I just, yeah. that's all I knew. And and so it's, that pushes me more and more towards everyday prayer is just seeing that it is um, a relationship. It's part of our relationship and it's an essential part of relationship. So, right. um, well then next let's look at what should our prayers include? If we think about, you know, just not, and I hate using the word should because there are no shoulds. But as yeah. you think about what the Bible says about prayer, what are some things that your prayers typically include? I definitely have found, and not because there's a formula, but just in my own heart, that there's a little bit of a confession time. Mm-hmm. Um, even I was telling you girls about this Leaving Ordinary book, which I've mentioned like a thousand times. Yeah. But it's looking uh-huh. back at the temple and the tabernacle and how God's desire has always been to be with us. And things get in the way, saying gets in the way. But I think for me, just personally, I get distracted. God doesn't see my sin. He sees Christ. But it helps our relationship if I just say it and I can mm-hmm. fully accept his forgiveness and move forward. Like, mm-hmm. he's already been forgiven. Let me just accept that forgiveness. And that's kind of like the altar in front of the temple when the priests would go in and they would give their sacrifice for their sins. And then they'd wash their hands and they'd accept their forgiveness. And anyway, the different stations of the tabernacle, I kind of pray through for my own. And it's amazing as I do it, like I literally, as I'm going into the holies of holy, like I just feel his presence in a way that I'd never had Mm -hmm. in a prayer time before when it was a list, like dear Lord, help my boys and dear Lord, help my husband and dear Lord, dear Lord. And that was like all my list. Um, that's something that I've been doing lately, but I know that years before I would journal my prayers and that was a nice way, like, especially mm-hmm. early in the morning when, um, I would start to fall asleep. <laughs> like, give me a way to like journal them. And then you have a record too of what you're praying for, which is cool. Yeah. Every once in a while I walk into my room and I see my husband laying face down on the bed and I'm like, what are you doing? And it's like, I'm praying. I'm like, oh, I could never do that. I would totally be asleep. I would totally yeah. be asleep in five seconds. So anyway, but yeah, I mean, he can pray like that, but I love journaling for that exact reason. And I agree with you that just that confession time and that it's like writing a letter and just getting it all out and confessing the places that 
I know aren't are in my heart that shouldn't be there, <laughs> you know, that I know is sin, confessing that place, but then saying, God, help me. I need you. I need you. I feel like every morning that that song in my head, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. It's just like in repeat yeah. every single morning. And so to put that down by paper, and if I look back at my journals, it's just over and over again. I don't like this. This is hard. I need you. I need you. I need you. And there's something powerful, at least for me, that that does for me to continually de- declare my dependence on him. So what would yeah. you add to that, Francie? Yeah, I know that if... Um... If Laura was sitting right here with us, she would say the word of God is a great place to begin. And that's very much how I feel, Mm -hmm. too, is um, praying scriptures. I know what's Mm -hmm. really familiar is a book, The Power of a Praying Parent, The Power of a Praying Wife. The power mm-hmm. of praying, and she; those books are really practical and simple, and um, give you scriptures for different areas of life. That's a really powerful place to stand if you're not even sure where else to go. Always grounding our prayers in the words of God, because what it's doing is it's it's washing us with the truth of God, renewing our minds, so that what happens is we begin to pray what's on God's heart already, mm-hmm. and it's like we get to agree with what God's doing. Because for a yeah. long time, I felt like my prayers were just lobbing random like prayers and requests up to heaven. I wasn't sure if they stuck. I wasn't sure if he heard me and I didn't feel very effective in my prayers. And Mm -hmm. um, when I realized the power of praying God's word, it was almost like I had powerful language that I knew touched God's heart. And in the process, it was changing my heart to feel the way God feels about the things I was praying for. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like wishes where, oh, I hope that this good thing happens. It was, I started Mm -hmm. praying what I knew God's will was because I was praying his word and it had a a weightiness about it that wasn't from me, but it's like his gift. It's almost like a language where we get to communicate with God on his terms, but it's, it's also a roadmap for our prayers at the same time. Thanks for listening to the Focus 15 podcast. You will find the show notes on the blog at katieor.me backslash truth. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Focus 15 podcast, consider leaving a review on iTunes to help others find the show. I'd love it if you check out my Focus 15 Bible studies at focused15.com. And as always, you can find me hanging out and sharing truth on Instagram and Twitter at katieor22.